0: Thank <laughs> you.
1: Some sort of sprain. Started bruising after a couple days. Couldn't walk. It was pretty oh my awesome. I felt oh. I am an old man. And it's mostly better now. Still a little sore. Could ride my bike around, but I spent the first half of the week just feeling sorry for myself and eating a lot, and then feeling sorry <laughs> that I was fat. Yeah.
2: So be careful, man. I mean, it's like you know, <laughs> you always hear those horror stories of like you know people cutting their hamstring and the calf muscle just rolls up like a like a window shade. Yeah, be careful. That's. <laughs> It's, well. You know, you're gonna be riding your bike one day and then, you know, before you know it, you're just gonna you're gonna lose it. Your legs are just gonna fall off.
1: I just have a, a fear of being one of those like eighty year old men that like have to walk in half steps and are bent over with postures like a question mark. I don't wanna be that way. I just wanna be <laughs> yeah. one of them the old guys that just kinda walk around and, you know, are old and crotchety and wear, crotchety. A suit. And, wear I, and wear a suit.
2: I would have almost like in that like, if that happened, I would have thought, like, I might have tripped some type of little, like, blowgun or something, like, hit me in the back of the calf. <laughs> oh, but honey, we, yeah. we, we, we happened to get lucky and get the, the CIA monitored room. Excellent. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> the, the, the pygmies. Yay.
1: But at least we had a growler full of good beer to oh, make it through it, the night.
2: Heck yes. See, when you started talking about your wife having a hotel room, I was like, and this story's going someplace I could get into. <laughs> <Yes." so it's, laughs> all right. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then three Asian gymnasts showed up. It was weird. <laughs> We're all balancing plates and all 69 to each other. Oh shit, you're recording. Never mind. Yes,
2: I- <laughs> KGB Radio, episode 51. Uh, I am your host, Rock. Uh, we have with us uh, Mr. Pat Rock. Howdy. Hey, and uh, joining us for the first time in a while, uh, Mr. D. Bethel. How are you, Dan? It is good to be here. It is great to be here in... KGB radio studios. Huh. Dan, how long has it been since you've been on? It's been a while. I think I was on the last one before you
1: guys went on a super long break. When oh, was you, it? Was it?
2: That was in uh, April. That was our Pax East show.
1: Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. Was that-, that like when we returned? Um, yeah, we came back and we did a show. Chris, Dan, and I did a show. Mm-hmm. It was it was really brief, and then it, after that, it was just the recordings that we made in Boston. Right. Okay. Yeah, we had uh, we had AG Turbo on. That was mm-hmm. great. That was his first time on. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty cool. You gotta come to the hotel next time, next year. Yeah, no, I'd like to definitely. You should just stay in that hotel. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, I you're heard a down. group
1: of Asian gymnasts showed up yeah. and uh, balance yeah, plates where was... you guys were all 69ing each other.
2: Yeah, yeah, that was that was that was my hotel. We yep. recreated uh, Ocean's Eleven. <laughs> I don't, I'd, I've never seen that movie. Oh, so okay. I don't wow. know what you're talking about. The first one, it's worth watching. It, yes. There were like two sequels, right? There was Oceans 12, and was, I'm pretty sure there was an Oceans 13. Yeah. George was, Clooney, he's dreamy. Yeah. That guy's a dreamboat. Man. So video games. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Dan, it's been the long since, longest since we've heard from you. Uh, what what have you been playing?
1: Well, actually, what? this is uh, something that I made uh, clear on Twitter when I started doing it, but I have since played through all the uh, the main Assassin's Creed games. One, wow, two, and three. Oh, okay. Yeah, <laughs> okay. and I just I just finished up Brody Who, as I call it. And, Brody uh, Who, Brotherhood. Yeah.
2: Bro, oh, oh, okay. I, see, I I've always known it as Ass Creed Broho, but all right,
1: that's fine too. Yeah, <laughs> that's just crass. Right, right. <laughs> and actually, yesterday I picked up Revelations. Um, okay. Yeah, all of them. I I I had just a like eighty dollars worth of store credit at this local <laughs> joint, and so I just I pick one up, finish it. And I'm like, all right, let's go get the next one. And so I played them all for free, which was very nice. Did but... you
2: did you get burned out at all, or, or did they? Because I've I've only played through. I, I played the first one, um, and, and I, I've only played like a few hours into the second one. And I, I don't know how they keep changing things up as the series goes. Like, do you get burned out just running through them all like that, or, or do they keep it fresh?
1: I went straight, f- the only time I felt burnout was straight from, I just recently when I went straight from Brotherhood to Revelations. I'm like, yeah. oh, this is the same thing.
2: Yeah, yeah, just like in Turkey instead of Italy.
1: Yeah, it looks nicer. They obviously but, did a yeah. graphical upgrade. They're preparing for three at that point. Yeah. Um, but uh, I like I like the series. I, I'd always been intrigued by it, um, but I think I shake up the common idea when I say that I think that the first one conceptually is the best one of the entire trilogy of the entire series okay I just I just thought it was really interesting meta commentary on video gaming in its own right mm-hmm. where, like you're, you're playing a character who basically plays a video game that has a narrative linear structure right he's playing through a memory and it's the first time ever in a video game that I've seen like there's a, an actual reason that there's a HUD, right? The, yeah. the life, yeah. the life bar <laughs> is, is actually connectivity, right? How, 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 how much are you aligning yourself with that linearity? Anytime you kind of break from that is when you get quote unquote hurt, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I see the complaint about competitive gameplay in that one, but I mean, you, in a sense, you're kind of doing the same things in all the games. I don't really know where the where the complaint <clears throat> was coming from, but it, I just thought it was cool because. And this also becomes my issue with the series is that the the game is it's Desmond's story, um, but you, but you're playing through his story using the avatar, so to speak, of Altair, and what what Altair's life is doesn't really matter. It's it's like we're trying to, you know, they're sending Desmond into the Animus to Mm -hmm. get information and so that's all that Altair's goal is when it gets to 2 and all of a sudden it becomes Ezio's game I'm like wait what what and then of (laughs) course the ending of 2 and all like it just I said it uh more succinctly when I say never has a series gone off the rails the original established so much but the games never really suffer for it I think Assassin's Creed 1 is the best in concept 2 and 3 both have good and bad things but I can't pick a favorite
2: Okay. Um, I, I do personally think that um, Ezio, and again, like, I, um, Xbox Live was just giving away Assassin's Creed 2 for free. Yeah. Um, so I picked that up. I, I, I played it on PC a little bit, but I'm, I'm actually much preferring it on Xbox. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, it's kind of um, bad for a controller. It is, yeah. yeah on PC, oh, yeah. it's a bit of a mess. But, um, and on, I played the first one on PC as well, but I, I, I'm definitely finding that. Uh, I like Ezio a lot better than Altaïr. Like Altaïr, to me, just sucks. Like, well, he's, he's you don't know anything prick. about him, right? He's, well, that, all you, well, all you just... know about him is that he's a, he's a jerk who thinks he can do whatever he wants, and that's basically it. We're like <laughs> Alta. I, I like Ezio's. I like Ezio. He's he's fiery and and you know he, he has personality. Like well, that's you know. the
1: point, right? Like that that's that's why I kind of dislike the sequels and it's not. But don't dislike them. I still think they're great games. I think Assassin's Creed 2 is probably the best actual game playing experience. Assassin's yeah. Creed the first Assassin's Creed the controls are terrible. Let's not yeah, lie. Yeah, they're they're but fucked but, up. but uh, that's the thing. Like that, that was saying before that Assassin's Creed is Desmond's story. Uh, uh, Altaïr doesn't have an arc. Right? He's he when he starts he's already like. The badass assassin—he just kind of gets gets fucked over. Yeah, um, well, and
2: he's basically just serves as a vector.
1: Yeah, and 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 that—but that's the point of the game, right? That's that's the point of if you're looking at this as a meta commentary on gaming. We pick up Gears of War. We don't necessarily expect <laughs> to go through fucking. Uh, bender what, what's the main character's name
2: uh shit phoenix marcus phoenix marcus you know, phoenix yeah. we don't necessarily <laughs> like, what, what's well, it's the same voice right
1: it's john dimaggio yeah. joe DiM- yeah. jo- john
2: jo- john DiMaggio. john dimaggio now yeah. I, I will say that, that sorry to sorry to interrupt but famous I, baseball player someone john someone has suggested uh like doing a super cut of like cutscenes from gears of war but Cutting in Bender's voice instead, <laughs> and I just think that would be fucking hilarious. I need to see That'd that.
1: <laughs> so he just showed up. I just saw John John DeMager, Yeah, in in a movie. What was it? Really?
2: Really? Yeah. Fuck. Like like in person.
1: Yeah, he's done uh. some actual acting before.
2: Uh. What was it?
1: Shit. I'll come back to it anyway. Okay. But uh, as as the series moved forward from the first one, it became less Desmond's story, more the 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 avatar story right yeah oh yeah big time and I would say actually Connor's story I don't know how to say his Indian, his sorry Native American name right in the third one but his his he's actually got the best story mm-hmm. I would say but I think Assassin's Creed 2 is the best play, gameplay experience and I would actually after finishing Brody who um, I think <laughs> that's actually the best game of the series it's I, it's, I, I, have Con- heard
2: that. I like that one a lot yeah I it's, definitely yeah, heard that it's,
1: it's, it's, it's it's constrained. It, they don't have to, you know, spend valuable computer memory storage, you know, that shit, and, and build more than one city. They just really built up Rome and made it into mm-hmm. this really vivacious and, and complex place. Um, and, and the whole introduction of the Brotherhood sending in assassins um, was really well done.
2: Yeah. Well, and I heard the, that the multiplayer was phenomenal in that one. Mm-hmm.
0: Probably.
1: But in Brotherhood, all the syst- there's they have just enough systems that you're using them all the time. Whereas in Assassin's Creed 3, they have all this shit that they've acquired from the previous, from every game in the previous series, and it's all there. Like for example, I didn't know about sending like the away missions for the Brotherhood in, in Assassin's Creed 3. I didn't <clears> know <throat> that I could do that until I finished the game. I just oh, went wow. to that menu. I'm like, oh, they can level up. All right. <laughs> so <laughs> but, do you, uh, does
2: that does that stuff at some point, Dan, feel like baggage?
1: absolutely absolutely okay. there are too many weapons that like i, I just stopped buying heavy weapons and daggers i don't use them yeah. um i just that and i think that's what i liked about assassin's creed one it's very simple it's very straightforward right sure but um, you know i'd like to write something up about it but i just don't know what to say because i feel like there's been a lot of talk about it but i think what i'd like to see the series do is have the main numbered games one, two, three, four, as it goes forward. And I know they're not doing it, obviously, but those would be kind of the the Desmond-style story. I know Desmond's story is basically done, but whoever else they put into the Animus, mm-hmm. like, that'd be their story. And then they could have the in-between games be, like, Brotherhood and and Revelations and have those focus on the avatars. That way we oh, can get that okay. sort of meta story and actually the games in between can fill out the, the actual Assassin's story would be a really cool way to do that.
2: That's yeah. an interesting idea. I think, like, when I... Uh... When three was announced, like I was super excited because I'm just like oh, a dork for that kind of like revolutionary war, New England kind of stuff. And uh, so I, I like I had a little bit left in two to play. So I binged through two and then Brotherhood and then followed that up by revolutions immediately after the fact. So then by the time I, you know around that time is when three came out i was totally burnt out <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: so I, I mean i've i put in probably like five hours into three mm. but uh i i haven't picked it up since i i do plan on doing that and i'm looking forward to it but uh i, I definitely like i mean two I, I didn't actually play the first game
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, you don't need to. No, you, and you don't need to. You really don't need
1: to. Uh, you don't need to play any game to play the sequel. To be <laughs> really honest.
2: Yeah, but uh, I did two is when I uh, really got interested in it, and I didn't quite do like completely max it out. But I've I've always been like compelled to just go back and try and un, like collect all the collectibles and all that type of stuff. But uh, yeah, when with Brotherhood though, even though Rome was like. It, felt a bit smaller just the um unlocking everything by taking down the uh, the different uh, was it borgia towers yep i like that aspect yeah totally. definitely like the brotherhood and everything and i was by the time i got around to playing revelations i was like okay i'm good with italy so like i'm glad that you know i get to go to turkey now which is that mm-hmm. was awesome like it sucks that i'll never be able to actually visit istanbul just because i'm like <laughs> scared to go there but um you should be the way you dress yeah you know. <laughs> like fuck, oh muslims on <laughs> my shirt it's, it's so bad um, but uh Jeez. like at that point I think they kind of they oversaturated it at that because like they needed to add something new in Revelations which the the stuff like the meta stuff where desmond was like kind of stuck in the animus or whatever that was kind of neat but then having to deal with those tower defense sections <laughs> oh I, that
1: surprised I, the hell out of me i was not expecting that I'm like whoa fuck all of a sudden i'm in an rts what the hell just yeah, happened
2: like i i did the tutorial for that and then then that's all you really are ever forced to do which is nice so yeah. like i just made sure that those sections of the city were never taken over again but um that and bombs are totally useless to me. Okay. No use for bombs, but uh, other than that, it was like it was nice to that one was nice to have uh, like a different setting, and it was nice to have all of the uh, Ezio stuff. You know, nice circle finished kind of feeling in the, at the end of that game, and it, uh, I especially liked how it, it tied in with because uh, that tied in with Ezio too, didn't it? Mm-hmm or I mean uh, Altair. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I'm not that far. I don't know. I've only played into the second one so. Yeah. I don't know how this goes. He's on ends. the box. Yeah. Yeah, no, <laughs> I mean it's it everything it's it's a nice closer for Ezio. I, I mean that's kind of obvious cuz it it goes away from Ezio after that game.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like it, well, it, Oh, closer for Ezio. Yeah. I mean that's I, maybe that's the reason why you kind of don't like Altaires cuz you know, it's the first game, so they just kind of just—he's already a badass assassin. All you'd have to do is, re- is recollect his inventory. Mm-hmm. But with Ezio, they start basically with the Assassin's Creed Two is an origin story. Yeah, if yeah. they had, if they had the games between AC One and and Two that have, you know, have you filling out Altaïr's character, then maybe he'd be a little more fleshed out. There's something that's going on with with Ezio specifically that they haven't, they never had with. Altair or Connor in, in 3. Like, I don't think we're going to get two full games of Connor no, doing spin-off no. stuff. Because um, his story is pretty much done by the end of AC3 as well. But, um, okay, yeah. yeah. But uh, but I, don't know, I, I feel like they're almost reluctant to leave. Et- Maybe we'll see another game with all of a sudden it's Ezio teaming up with Connor, so to speak. Yeah. <laughs> but How it, would it, that happen? <laughs> Matt... It's, 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 it's computers, right? No, I, I don't know. <laughs>
2: yeah. Whatever. That's cool. But you it's, know, I'm
1: mean, sharing a game, not necessarily teaming up. I, I, hey, buddy, I mean, Assassin's Creed, high five.
2: Like, I honestly see, like, like the, at some point, Assassin's Creed being, you know, you aren't playing a guy in revolutionary times or in renaissance times but you are actually playing the guy who has finished the training in the animus and is now in the real world or the near future as an assassin like that's where i see that sure. going yeah sure
1: i wouldn't mind that or, or even just having if they are going to do more sort of historical stuff actually have mix them mix them up a little bit you know they have female assassins let's play one right let's have yeah someone yeah. Well, outside of uh, europe proper.
2: Was it Liberation? I think that was the New Orleans one, but that was mm. only for the Vita. Yeah, so uh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, but that that was a female female protagonist there. Maybe they have- I, I don't know. Maybe do one in like Japan, but yeah. then you're just a ninja. But and then you're playing Tenchu, but do it better because Tenchu sucks. <laughs> yeah. And you'll be wearing white. Right, right. <laughs> well, they had you know, a- nin- ninjas didn't actually wear black. That's that's a common misconception. No, ninjas, they, they
1: were in disguise.
2: They looked like regular people because otherwise yeah. if they were always wearing black, you'd be able to spot them instantly. Oh, hey, look, it's a ninja. Yeah.
1: <laughs> they had an Assassin's Creed comic that took place, I believe, in 19th century Russia, which would be pretty cool. Whoa.
2: Okay, I was going to say Russia would be kind of, wow. know, seems kind of like a logical next step. I know everyone wants a like a feudal Japan that's kind true. of thing, but... Meh. I yeah, I'm not really looking forward to as as much as I think everyone just has a hard on for Japan. How about London? <laughs> how about how about like 1800s London? Well, um, that'd be awesome, right? There, yeah, there's like 1700s, touches of man. that. Like with Samuel
1: Johnson. Oh, that'd be so fucking cool.
2: Yeah, yeah. and but I, even though I haven't finished three, I kind of know that it's. I mean, I figure that that's probably going to be the like beginning and end of Connor in the yeah. series, just because I know four which I did, originally I didn't think it was a numbered game but uh, yeah for that's weird. Black Flag mm-hmm. that's going to be like what is it like Haytham's father or something like yeah, that yeah, yeah. it's yeah. Connor's grandfather yeah so but I, I would I would not be surprised if there is a substantial portion of, of the game dedicated to Hatham as well because mm-hmm. they spent so much time developing that character yeah. um, it, it, it it would Surprise me if if Haytham didn't show up for for a good portion of that game too. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's funny. Uh, the, the it's weird. That it's like they don't know what to do with the game in terms of just gameplay. Like it, the first two went Into Brotherhood in, for a sense. Like the way I described it, you know, uh, my wife is home. She's working on on she's working from home, and I say, um, you know, she's in the in the room watching some some shitty show on Netflix. and I'm like, hey, do you mind if I play the game where I jump on stuff? <laughs> and she's, she's like, sure, go ahead. And so I just, because that's, that's the best part. You're just climbing up shit and jumping off it. And it's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But then, it, you know, they start introducing those new systems. And it becomes more about squad management. And and by the, by the time you get to Assassin's Creed 3, the highest you're jumping from is like three stories. Right? And it's mm-hmm. it, it becomes, and there's fucking all of a sudden naval battles. Like, what is going on? It's like they don't want to f- take the risk of almost starting a new... Franchise or something. Yeah. Like they have this this pretty good mechanic But no like no we have to make it an Assassin's Creed game, but that's kind of the new you know Ubisoft and EA I, kind of
2: pattern, I, right yeah, it must be like probably all the ideas that didn't fit into the <clears throat> Assassin's Creed Umbrella are probably what goes into the upcoming watchdogs oh, it Seems like cuz wow. that kind of like has a similar look to it. Yeah mm-hmm, I, I mm-hmm. imagine it's built off the same kind of like engine and everything almost certainly I really want to play that game. Yeah, it's it's been kind of under the radar. Like I forgot I pre-ordered that. Oh, nice! I got a T-shirt. No, oh, I've never worn it. I don't <laughs> even know where it is. Yeah, it was going to be a contest prize, but we don't really do that anymore. So no, that's mine. It's it's yours. I yeah. keep it and your two copies of. Uh, Resident Evil Revelations for that's the 3DS. That's true. Yeah, which you do not own. Um that's yeah, I don't have a 3. Well, no, no, those those were given to me specifically as well, contest prizes. Well, no, no, prizes. not that you don't own the the games, but you don't own the system. So. No, I, they they weren't given to me so I could play them. They were given to me specifically as contest prizes. Oh, okay. From a friend at Capcom. Oh. Okay. Yeah. A hookup. Thank, thank you, Brett. Brett Elston. Uh speaking of which, if any listeners uh <laughs> want a copy of Resident Evil Revelations for 3DS, I will happily mail it to you. Yeah. Just send send me your info, and I will mail you. I have two copies to give away, so. He wants dick pics. I. No, I <laughs> don't. No. no. <laughs> just tell me you want this game, and I'll give it to you. I don't care. <laughs> I just don't want to own it anymore, because I don't have a 3DS. Actually, if I could borrow yours, Pat, if you're not using it. Well, I have the game. Oh, you're right. Um, Never mind then. <laughs> Let's talk about something. Yeah, so, yeah, Dan, have you been playing anything else? Yeah.
1: Besides... Um. Well, I, I played Assassin's Creed one, two, and three in the space of wow. uh, thirty-two days. Okay, and I finished okay. all of them awesome. and took took a little break and played Brotherhood and now starting Revelations. But I played through the first three episodes. No, first two episodes of uh, the Walking, the Telltale Walking Dead game.
2: Oh yeah, oh, yeah, dude. I played through that recently too.
1: I haven't finished them because I want to do them all in one sitting. Well, not mm-hmm. all, in, but each episode in one sitting. But I'm scared yeah. to move on to the next one because I still remember how fucking emotionally draining <laughs> that fucking game is. Like, I want to cry every yeah, time I play it. It's rough. Good God. It, it's, 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 it's amazing.
2: I just finished it recently, oh, actually. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I played through it with my girlfriend. And, um, it oh, man, it, that game is rough. How, how many episodes are you through, Dan? Just two. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, shit really fucking takes off, and it, yeah. it's it's yeah that that game really forces some shit on you. <laughs> like
1: yeah, no, it's 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 rough. Even those two two episodes are. I well, mean, yeah. it's just I can't. Uh, Oh, I I haven't played it for like three months simply because I don't know if I'm emotionally able to. Well,
2: it's, I've heard that a lot that, like, it's really good to take the emotional break. Uh, that, like, like when people were playing the episodes as they came out, like, it provided a great amount of time Mm -hmm. for an emotional break for you to kind of settle down a little bit in between episodes. Where, like, I was playing them, like, uh, by, by the time I started playing it, all the episodes were out. Yeah. And, um, I was playing them probably like like I go through one episode a week basically okay. yeah yeah and um, with with just like a few days in between and uh, I mean it man uh, it, it's good but holy yeah, what's shit. what um what happens at the end of two like where where are you right now that's the farm right
1: uh y- yeah you end up it, I believe at the uh, hotel
2: oh at the hotel yeah wait yeah. no 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 no. No, that's the end shit. of the first one. You end up at the hotel. Yeah, yeah, and two, you're at the hotel. You go to the
1: farm. Yeah,
2: yeah, you go to the farm, and there's those brothers, right?
1: Yep. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh and man, it.
2: that episode was crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That was that was really that that was when they really started pushing some shit on you. Yeah. Three is really good. Um, I'll say that much. Like I'm a little ways into four right now, but three was pretty crazy, dude. Episode five. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Oh, man. Fuck. Is it still episode... the same main character? Yeah, it's it's always Lee.
1: Oh, that's awesome.
2: Yeah, all, all the way through the, the first season, it's all Oh, so he lives. Spoilers. No, no, I mean, <laughs> yeah, the, the main character is going to get killed. No, of course not. He's 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 going to be your man. But uh, I, I love that, that. Uh, I think it was in episode two, that, that interaction that you have with Duck where you're trying to find out who is... Like betraying the group, mm-hmm. yeah. you know what I mean, and like, like you're going through with Duck, and you can, you can like patronize him and like high five him, and you know, <laughs> yeah. he's, uh, I, just, I love that, like that, that whole that whole thing with Duck was really great.
1: One of the the best moments I had so far was at the end of two, mm-hmm. when the the dead mother of that weird farm family, uh, oh yeah, is has uh, one of the ladies uh, at gunpoint on the stairs. Yeah, and you're oh, yeah. her up the stairs like I kept dying because I'm like rusher, but no You're just like it's about being patient and I wasn't patient kept getting people killed <laughs> That kind of sums up the whole game in its own right right it's like, be patient Well, you can only be patient for so long because some dialogue choices are on a most dialogue choices are on a meter Right, but, right. Uh, yeah, it's crazy. I heard that they introduced some questionable mechanics in the third and fourth uh, episodes? Do you know also, what they're talking? I, I have no idea. I, I oh. heard people complaining about some of the things they did in episodes three and four
2: uh, I'm that trying to remember. took away from it. It's been a couple of months since I've yeah. since I played it, but I'm I can't remember, remember all what those they... might have been. Nothing um, pulled me out. Yeah, yeah. There was nothing right. where that they really pulled me out of it where I was like, "Oh, that doesn't fit in." Like it all, it all worked for me. Um, cool. Yeah, yeah. It's, I'm yeah, like I'm pretty glad that I ended up. I mean it's a telltale game which i've given them like well i like a lot of their games oh this is my first telltale game actually <laughs> yeah i um i played a few of the sam and max uh episodes not not the whole seasons but and then then there was the uh tales of monkey Island games which were really good um but just playing through walking dead it, it's a lot different than their other games just um you know just because of my necessity really but it made me interested in the TV show again, which yeah. oh, really? by proxy, uh, well, not by proxy, but just it. Also, like, I really want to get the the uh, compendiums of like you know issues one through fifty and everything, just so I can read through the actual uh, comic at some point. But I, because uh, I had given up on the show after the first season. Me too. <laughs> I was like, you no, know <laughs> what, Fuck this. I don't really give, care about anyone here now. But uh, after that, I was like. Alright, I'm bored. Let's just... I mean, I, I like... I like this universe. Like, I like what they're doing, and so I'll, I watched the second season on Netflix, and I actually... As, for as many of my friends that were bitching about the second season, I yes. really enjoyed it. I, I, I actually well, enjoyed it.
1: Watching it on DVD, or, or, or whatever, after release, I think it was... it works better than from week to week, like, like I watched it, because it was... they were on that... it felt like they were on that farm. <laughs> For, yeah. like, six years. It was horrible. <laughs> that's, that's,
2: that's the thing. Like, everyone keeps telling me, like, they t- spent too much time on the fucking farm. And being able to just go episode to episode, like, it seems like, oh, they spent, like, two weeks on this farm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But uh, then I then I went right into the third season, and I like that quite a bit. So I'm looking forward to the fourth. But I uh, think...
1: Yeah. I'm looking forward I, to the third season.
2: I think I might just wait until the fourth is over so I can... Continue this like binge process Mm. (laughs) because it's a lot more enjoyable in that kind of uh presented that way. It's kind of like lost really because I had given up on lost several times and being able to just like watch a season in not a sitting but like a couple weeks made it much more palatable. (laughs) See, I've only seen the first season of uh of Walking Dead, yeah, And, and the first season is is fine, but um, like I I, I, and I think this is a pretty common lament, but I, I very much dislike that it became more of like a, it basically to me became a soap opera. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's all about interpersonal relationships and drama and stuff like that. And I don't care about that. Like you're making a show about zombies. (laughs) Show me fucking zombies. Like to me, the most interesting episode of, of that season is the first episode because I, I personally I like a man on a mission story. Okay, like Rick Grimes is trying to find his family. I like that a lot. And then as soon as he finds his family, for me, like I just I totally lost it for that show. And I stuck through the first season and I was like, I, I see where this is going. This is just about drama. Yeah, and I don't yeah. I don't like shows like that. I, I interesting especially well, when, that's when zombies. The, that's what the especially Sorry. when zombies are involved. Like. When zombies are involved, I want them to be more directly involved. I, like. It seems like, from, from what I've heard anyway, it seems like they kind of become uh, almost like a secondary or even like tertiary concern uh, to the, the interpersonal conflicts that happen. It's like, no, if you have fucking zombies, use them. <laughs> Our, I want to uh, see the zombies. <laughs> I don't care about who <laughs> fucked who and who doesn't like who. Just get over that bullshit. They're zombies. Yeah. I think that, well, that's... Oh, no, go ahead.
1: Well, the sexual, the sexual drama and, and triangle stuff was stupid, but I mean yes. that's what the, I mean that's what the comic has kind of asserted is that the Walking Dead are not the zombies; it's 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 the people, right? Because everybody's going to succumb. Yeah, um, and and that's and the thing. I like it. I like yeah. I was just I like it more when they're dealing with the issues that come with being a, a minority. Of beings on a planet, rather than like I can't believe you fucked so and so. That's horrible. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, guys, you all are going to die and become zombies at some point. Deal with that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Like when it gets like down to like jealousy and all these other things, it's it sucks. But um I mean, and that's the thing with because uh, Walking Dead, it's not. That's that's the hard thing is to convince people that it's it's not it's not about zombies. It's what the zombies like make people do like the situations that it's the situations because like it's not about the zombie it's it's about the people and that's that's ultimately i think i mean i don't know about the comic but as far as the game definitely and the uh the show it's it's just like the drama of Mm -hmm. survive like or yeah survival and I mean, zombies create all this tension and everything, but that's really—it's just the backdrop for. I guess for, zombies are just the reason. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess even the game doesn't. It, the game involves zombies fairly frequently, but a lot of it is, you know, interpersonal conflicts. Like, mm-hmm. I don't trust this person. Why don't you side with me? And you oh, know, yeah, I've been so inconsistent with like what my story is with everyone. I was, <laughs> I was pretty consistent, but after a while, I was like, man. I can't side with this one person anymore. This one person is going to get us killed if... You know. So... Anyway, let's not... I I really don't want to spoil... I know this game's been out for a while, but I don't want to spoil anything. Yeah. Um, Pat, how are you... uh, What have you been playing? Oh, no. Oh, sorry, Dan. Oh, no. I was
1: just going to say, that's all I played.
2: (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. I've been... um, Like, I have Steam sale games installed. (laughs) So, I've been... I kind of... I, I end up in that situation where I have all of these options, and I spend three hours mulling over which one to play. Like spending a minute in each one and I'm <laughs> paralysis. Like, all right, I'm good. <laughs> Time to go to bed. So, um, well, actually, but yesterday I um, I, I loaded up um, Surgery Simulator, <laughs> had a almost buzz going on. So I was like, all right, I'm feeling confident. <laughs> And I managed to, because I was stuck on the second surgery, which it, the first surgery is always a heart. second one is a double kidney transplant. And then the third is a, a brain transplant. And then after you beat those initial three, you do those three again, except you're in a moving uh, ambulance. Okay. So I was stuck on the very, like, the second stationary uh, Kidney transplant, me too. I, I did it in like two minutes minimum. Minimum blood blood loss. What was your grade? Um, it was a B plus. I got a B. Yeah. Um, I I think those A++'s plus pluses are gonna evade me for a long time. Same. But um, regardless, I, I went right on to because uh, I had, I struggled to get that double kidney transplant going because <laughs> as soon as you sever the like um, I. I don't know my anatomy yet. Well, no, no. It's I, I finally found out the like weak spots for that. But you sever the uh, whatever is attaching the kidneys. Like, it's whatever the I don't know what that is. that it yellow goes tube. to the bladder. It's the yellow tube. Yeah, the yellow tube. If you don't move those kidneys out of the way, they'll just reattach. They just keep so, on reattaching. Yeah. It's a pain in the ass. But uh, I finally crossed, like, you know, made it over that hurdle. And apparently that just opened the floodgates because I... Immediately did the brain transplant. <laughs> that was, you know, cakewalk. And then I did just bam, bam, bam in the ambulance. Managed to take care of everything, even with tools flying all over the place. Um, and then I uh, I made it to the special ending mission, which is in space. <laughs> so you have to do a heart transplant really? in space. Yep. So you, like zero, zero, gravity? zero gravity? Yep, yep, zero gravity. So you... <laughs> like, once it starts off, like, everything's in its place, but, you know, everything just kind of floats away. So you have your replacement heart just floating around. You have to hope that you can grab it at some point, because you have a limited range with your one hand, and uh, turns out there's a bug. So I was sitting there for about 15 minutes, trying to just jam this heart into the chest cavity. It would not, it would not finish, and apparently, like, 10 minutes before the um or 10 minutes earlier the uh the timer had stopped the music stopped i was just in space (laughs) jamming a heart in this chest cavity because there's no ending situation because of some like odd bug that i apparently stumbled upon but uh i like that game quite a bit i uh i tried some witcher 2 oh Oh, nice i i like where that's going i uh it's a god Const- ass game. Constantly forget which sword to use in which situation. <laughs> um, there's a lot of complexities and lots of rolling. Um, it's, it, But I, I I, definitely like where that's going. And uh, uh, Let's see. I think that's mostly with PC. Um, oh, what else was there? Oh, Dishonored. I started that up. I like that game, but I, I'm a fan of Thief. And that's almost like a thief on steroids—the way he moves <laughs> around. And um, but other than that, I've played. Um, I'm still in the beginning of it, but I've played put a couple hours into The Last of Us, mm. another zombie. Oh. Um,
1: oh my god! No, Cordyceps. Oh my,
2: yes, Cordyceps. That's holy. Shit. scary to think if that was ever gonna happen, dude. Oh, man. I mean,
1: it's real. That's the scary part. It's just not with <laughs> yeah. people. It's with bugs and shit. It's crazy.
2: Like. Pat brought over his 360, uh, PS3. right? That too, a couple of weeks <laughs> yeah. ago, and uh, like, just if, like, I I didn't really see much of Uncharted, so that might have done it for me. But like, like, if any game ever made a case for owning a PS3, like it yeah. was Last of Us. Like, oh, that, absolutely, that that beginning segment, and just like like the way they just like kill. Never mind, no spoiler, but. <laughs> just (laughs) fuck like that the way that game starts is incredible and and damn damn that game looks uh, i i need to play that game it's pretty incredible i um how far are you into it uh, apparently it goes through several seasons in the game i'm still in the first season because like you after the beginning you're in boston which just kind of ties into that whole New England thing that I like, because these are places that I've visited, and, like, I recognize Landmarks, and I'm like, oh, man, sure, (laughs) I I love seeing that, and uh, it's, man, that was a tough game, there's so many, everything is so, like, sparse, and obviously you have no ammo, which, there's lots of games that are like that, but somehow this game pulls it off, like, none that I've ever experienced, and, uh, well, do you have a PlayStation 3 or just a 360?
1: Me? Yeah. Uh, Just a 360, but there's like three games now. I'm like, is this still enough of a case for me to buy one yet? (laughs) It it sounds like it. It's just like, oh, I'm missing out on so much good stuff.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um, Man, because I really enjoyed the Uncharted games. I played the first Mm -hmm. two, and I've started the third one, and they're they're really great, and you can... The Last of Us is definitely in the same vein of those games, but they threw out almost everything and just like started from scratch and Mm -hmm. they pull off this feeling of like, I don't know, like hopelessness so well. Like there's at times when I get to like, even like getting through this, like not necessarily a wave, but the section of the game you usually feel like really accomplished, but it's like, at that point you feel like, Ooh, I need to stop playing. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. this is this is heavy. So, so
1: what are the ways that they kind of incorporate that? Obviously, there's probably the musical aspect where it's just mm-hmm. sad and all minor keys. And yes. then there's obviously environmental design. But how else is that? How is that hopelessness conveyed in perhaps the controls or combat or something like that?
2: Just... Um, your health does not regenerate which was whoa yeah that was something that so you have to like craft med kits and stuff because you're mm-hmm. you have to it's kind of that kind of um, you can explore an area that you're in but you have a good chance of you'd have to make it through all this like you know several zombies or I guess yeah, yeah zombies would be in it. sure what they're the considered of. yeah but um, there's so the much mold risk yeah yeah um and then there's the different types of which they just throw you into these zombies because like they introduce the clicker which that's the one with the like the fungus on their face so they don't have like they don't have anything except their hearing so they just make this clicking noise Huh? It's like bats, or you know, <clears throat> blind people. Honestly, use echolocation. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. I consider being freaky. I mean, like, yeah.
1: you, you probably hear the clicking before you see them, right?
2: Oh yeah, and that's uh. that's, that's great too because you hold R two while you're playing, and Joel, who you play as, um, yeah. he ducks down and he just kind of he moves extra slow, but everything, it kind of turns into this grayscale <clears throat> filter hmm. comes over, and it's it's not like he has superpowers it's just i mean this is like 20 years of this zombie apocalypse yeah just focusing experience yeah he has this focus so you can see their outlines and like as long as you if you can either hear them or you make sight with them you can see them in this like kind of uh focus mode and uh but everything has so much power over you because, like, if a clicker sees you, or, well, hears you, honestly, you have, like, a half a second to react, which probably wouldn't help anyway, and you're just dead. So it's there's always the option of stealth fighting or a mixture of that kind of thing in every situation, but it depends on the type of materials you crafted because you have shivs, which these are all things <laughs> that, like, aren't reusable so you and with everything being so scarce you have these single use weapons and um, you can pick up like a board or something but you can only hit with it like four times before it breaks like there's a lot of scarcity um, uh, just the really quick deaths because there's nothing Mm -hmm. you can do against a clicker and then there's, there's zombies that are called runners that can see you apparently there's just other ones that i haven't even seen yet boomers uh, yeah probably boomers <laughs> <laughs> um got the jackie uh but it's it just pulls it off really well um there's a really good bonding story that happens throughout the game um it's all about loss yeah and uh just living really but what Naughty Dog had already excelled with in all the Uncharted games was their motion capture technology, which Mm -hmm. they have actual actors producing like all the motion capture in space. And then um, it's just been refined over and over again. And it's really just really amazing experience. Um, I feel bad for anyone that doesn't have a PlayStation 3.
1: You should sounds yeah. like it.
2: Yeah, I, th- there I, are there are definitely certain exclusives to that system that I, I, I like. I, I am very
1: uh,
2: disappointed yeah. that I that I can't play. You know, like the uh, the the Shadow of the Colossus HD remake. Yes, oh, yeah, that's Uncharted right. series. Uncharted yeah. um, Journey. Journey Journey. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even get to show you guys I, that. I know oh. that there's a, a Final Fantasy X uh, HD remake that I, I would both. love to play. That you know, who um, cares. <laughs> oh okay. Oh god. But yeah, like that—that—that that, uh, that is something to me that is like fuck. I'm I I can't play that. I and it's really disappointing. Yeah. Um, there's other like it was. i and I've mentioned this before. It was like back in last fall that I realized like <clears throat> I am not using my 360 roll. Well, I there's it's really pointless to be paying for gold at mm. that point because I was only playing Red Dead Redemption with mm. friends. <laughs> and that was it. So, like, after a few months of not having that, like, I realized that the 360 was just sitting there. Right. I used my PlayStation for Netflix. Yeah. Mm. I did use it for HBO, my 360 for HBO, but you you have to pick, go through the paywall to even access that. So yeah. um, I just got rid of it. And then <clears throat> I started looking at all these people, like... It would collect all the information about what you got for free with paid PlayStation Plus. There is so much great in stuff that you get. I um I the first I when I finally decided to get a membership in PlayStation Plus, like the I immediately had access to the full copy of XCOM <laughs> Enemy Unknown. Holy and shit. I was like, all right, this already paid for itself. <laughs> this game came out like a year ago. Mm-hmm. So, and then it's every week. There's something new free. That's so, the
1: fascinating thing about this whole. Generation, and, and since we're about to go into a new console generation, mm-hmm. that sure there was the marketing, the, the smart marketing strategy that PlayStation just reacted to the fuck ups that, that Microsoft was doing, mm-hmm. but also just there's, there's a sense of just like things falling into place. Xbox 360 definitely dominated this generation, but PlayStation 3 has had this amazing final sprint where, yeah, it, yeah. where what you're saying is not is not the first time I've heard that people people are now at this point preferring PlayStation 3 over Xbox 360 just yeah. cuz the the quality of games that are in a sense finally coming out but 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 <laughs> yeah. dominating the the market right now there're just so many new ideas and 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 great successful mass appeal experiments that are going on with things like Journey and and um and and Last of Us and hopefully yeah. The Last Guardian but you know whatever Oh yeah but no. but uh, yeah it's it's really made this it's really set itself up to become the premier platform. Aside from all the PR stuff, uh, just based on the the quality of output they've had at the end of this generation, it's fascinating.
2: Well, what, I mean, it, tying into that, like, I mean, what an amazing end of life for a console exclusive to have Last of Us. Oh, I, know. I mean, w- what's the last exclusive that Xbox Three Hundred and Sixty had that really fucking mattered? I honestly um, don't know. Yeah, like, I just I think that Tears of War for, Three for the yeah yeah that's probably it. But like, <laughs> <for> PlayStation Three. <laughs> like, what? What an amazing! Like you said, Dan. Like end of end of the race sprint. Like, holy shit! You put Last of Us out at the end of that yeah, console's yeah. life. Like, holy fuck! Like, and wow, uh, there there are so many moments in that game where I just kind of turn the camera around and I take everything <laughs> in because yeah. it's really incredible that they can pull this off on what is it? Like seven? No.
0: Yeah, it's like, like seven. It's like seven or six going on hardware. eight
2: year old hardware. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like we reached that. Uh, oh man, uh, that point with the three hundred and sixty quite a while ago, and yeah, we'll just nobody's doing exlu- exclusives anymore for Xbox. It's it's yeah, there's yeah. parody, and it's like it's the <clears> exclusives <throat> that really make a difference. And well, and Last of Us is so big. well, and and like looking at uh, at like. Xbox is trying to imitate this whole really awesome PlayStation Plus free game thing. <laughs> yeah, but they're point. fucking it up. Like uh, <laughs> like like 3 weeks ago they were like, "Hey, guess what? Xbox Live Gold members, you get Assassin's Creed 2 for free. Okay, great. I'm not gonna that fine, you wanna give me a a, you know, a great game for free? That's perfectly cool. And they said specifically like this is the first of of the promotions, but you know, it's the gold members who made Xbox Live what it is. Check back in a couple of weeks and we'll have another free game for you. A couple of weeks go by, I check back. What's the free game this week? Assassin's Creed Two, <laughs> the same one we gave you. Yeah. I mean, hey, I'm not, I'm not ungrateful for a free game, but the, yeah. it, 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 just, it kind of speaks again to like Xbox's kind of like tone deafness and just like them just still like, oh man, you, you were so close to doing it right, but you still fucked up. I'm like, I'm really happy with how, um, just the public outcry and really the competitiveness of having two, you know, similarly spec systems sure. coming out has changed how the the Xbox One is going to launch. Yeah. I still have no interest in getting one. But I'm I'm glad that, like, you know, I'm glad that being mad about something actually does work like Well, I mean, the the big thing is is that, um, and I mean, like, me being primarily a PC gamer, um, you go back to, like, the Intel AMD battles. But, like, when you have two large companies that both want your money and they're both competing for your money Mm -hmm. in the end you as a consumer win because somebody is going to make a concession that's going to make sense to you. Yeah. You know, they're both fighting for your dollars. So when, when, when you have a a couple of giant corporations that are fighting for your money, you win. Like there's no, there's no point where you lose in that equation. It's like even um, like, right as soon as the playstation 4 launches which i'm not going to have one but i would like to but i won't i would love to but i mean chris already has one reserved (laughs) he's gonna have one day one and he never had a playstation 3 i don't know if he well i'm sure he had a playstation 2 but yeah everybody had a playstation 2 it's amazing (laughs) that like how the tides turn for like in way from one one side to another but uh it's not like you have to pay extra for the PlayStation Plus, which, I mean, it's it's pretty comparable, like, I think, you know, budget-wise, between the two, the uh, yeah, Xbox Live and PlayStation Plus, but there's going to be freebies as soon as you start up with the PlayStation 4, there's going to be something free for you right off the bat. Uh, man, it's... <laughs>
1: At this point, the, the thing that's drawing me more to PlayStation Four, even though I'll still probably wait like three years before I get any of the new systems, oh, yeah. is that um, you know d- there's a whole backwards compatibility furor that started with both of them, but mm-hmm. um, it, from what I heard, it, PlayStation Four is going to have their PS3 catalog available for streaming or download.
2: I. Well, at some point, Sony had bought Gakai, <clears throat> yeah. which are an online streaming, yeah. kind of like uh, what OnLive was. So, yeah. everything is you know in the cloud, but with uh, considering that they have like data centers all over the country, lag isn't as much of an issue. So, it's kind of like huh. sending your controller inputs over the internet to a computer that sees that and then you see the video as it gets sent back to you. That's wild. But, so, I mean, that's all. All of that is really dependent on your internet quality yeah. and all that type of stuff. But it's, I mean, it, it avoids some pitfalls of emulation, though. Like, oh, yeah. emulation has problems. If you're streaming a game, they're the really the only limitation is your connection speed. Yeah. You know, so, it's, like, huh. I know that there are some games from the last generation that are, for some reason or another, really hard to emulate with software mm-hmm. if you're streaming it that doesn't matter. Yeah. Essentially like there's no there's no backwards compatibility limit because everything is possible on that like catalog really. Exactly. Well and I I think that people need to remember too that backwards compatibility like I mean this whole backwards compatibility thing started with the PS2. Yeah. PS2 can play every PS1 game. That was an accident. Yeah. (laughs) That that was not (laughs) intentional when they designed that system. They had they had a my understanding of the situation was that they had a chip um in the ps2 that came from the ps1 they just they had so many of these lying around that they were like oh we can just take this chip from the ps1 and repurpose it for what we need for the ps2 Mm -hmm. and then just at some point they were like holy shit this enables hardware emulation too like this is great that now we can but that was a total fucking accident (laughs) they didn't mean for that to happen they (laughs) so i When people get so caught up about backwards compatibility, like they need, like we kind of got spoiled by the PS2 having that. That's the way to put uh it,
1: actually. You know, it's like it was there before. Why is it not now? Why is it not there now? Right? Yeah. Yeah.
2: Because it it really, for for all intents and purposes, you need to have the entire hardware capability of and the entire hardware architecture, uh, if not in hardware emulated in the new system to, mm-hmm. to emulate the old system and that's really hard to do yeah you know i mean for the ps4 to emulate to emulate everything on the ps3 it would technically have to have a whole ps3 built into it and that would be really fucking expensive so it, it makes much more sense to do uh streaming instead
1: <laughs> they should have those old like they did with genesis like those consoles that plug into the top of the established oh, console and just stack up all these different add-ons. Oh, like a thirty-two like a, like a CD. Yeah, <laughs> heck yeah! I'll take a thirty-two X. Plug a plug a plug a PS3 into the top of the PS4. There's a little cartridge slot up there. <laughs>
2: I'll take uh, that. Yeah. Um, so I mean, it's an exciting new uh, generation coming up, and it's it's kind of neat that like all of us ended up being in this you know generation of people. To experience all these different things, just yeah, because uh, the um, whole console generation thing has is starting to become more regimented as it it's as it like ages, and um, because when it started out, it was you know, if a new system was coming out, it was totally different, you didn't have to, you weren't gonna. It wasn't expected you weren't going to play the old games. Yeah, I mean, Super NES came out. You knew, okay. Well, I'm going to have to set aside yeah. my NES. Yeah. <laughs> well, they and they kept making NES games to like '95 or something. So, <laughs> I mean, it, there's some overlap. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm just saying.
1: No, actually, I'm not going to. I'm not going to buy a PS3 to play Last of Us because it's obviously just a ripoff of my game of the year <laughs> for 2012. I am alive. <laughs>
2: Right. Oh, right. Oh, oh goddamn it! I still have to play that. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I picked that up shit. like on an Amazon sale. I think. No, you don't so. need to play that. I probably wouldn't. no. That game's bullshit. Don't worry about it. Well, it's, it's like a side scroller, like flashback style. I'm game. alive. No, I'm right? alive. It's a third person game. No, you're oh, thinking of Deadlight. Oh, yeah, you're thinking yeah, of Deadlight, yeah. which is also a piece of shit. Oh. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hate you. I hate you so much.
2: Um, so, can I talk about what I've been playing now? <laughs> uh, I guess. Um, yeah, fine. <laughs> um, this is the long first This is section. the longest first segment, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're almost up to an hour. Um, uh, d- to be honest, I-, I haven't been playing much. Um, like I said, I, I picked up uh, Assassin's Creed 2, and I- I've been going through that. Um, really liking it. I-, I mean, I know I'm mm-hmm. a few years late to the party, but um, it's. it's- it's really fucking good. I did have something else I've been playing. Oh, really? What, what did you have? Go well, it, it kind of chimes into like what I like. I mean, what speaks to me in Assassin's Creed 2, which, I mean, it's a compelling kind of story to keep you going through, but there's all the collectibles. And uh, I ended up picking up I think it was Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix for PlayStation what? 3. What? And that's totally just like a collectible kind of game. Like You, just, you go out and you collect things. Come on. Just, I'm serious. It's a what lot of doing? fun. It's That one and Half-Blood Prince are both really good.
1: <laughs> for 10-year-olds.
2: <laughs> no, 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 no. It's... If you like right. collecting things. It, Sometimes it's nice to take a break. And just collect stuff. Especially when I have to stop playing The Last of Us because I'm in mentally and physically exhausted. <laughs> okay. No, I mean, that. I guess that makes sense. You need some lighter fare. Yes. You always got to have that around. Yes. For and me, that's isn't, Battlefield. Well, isn't yeah, that? What, I mean, there's all those two. Yeah, is Isn't that what masturbation's for? <laughs> Find the timing. Yeah. It's I mean, Pat sad. does have a live-in girlfriend, so, you know, asking her to leave the room... <laughs> It's never happened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that works. No. Yeah, I think it's pretty much a case-by-case basis. <laughs> All right. Okay. Uh, so anyway. Um, yeah, I also I picked up uh, Dishonored on the uh, Summer steam, steam sale. And yes. um, that's been pretty good. I- I'm not super far into it. Uh, I'm probably... I want to say, like, maybe three, four hours in. Um, okay. It's cool. I definitely see the potential. Yeah. Um, there's, I mean, it's options, the game. Yeah. I, I like the flexibility. Uh, uh, the flexibility of uh, moving through the environment, the flexibility with which you can deal with the different situations that come up. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's cool. I, I, I'm i really liking it, and, and I, I definitely can see myself just falling into that. Um, the, uh, just, Wrecking Dudes... Just messing people up. It's pretty brutal. It it's really brutal. I I had this one hilarious whiff moment where, uh, <laughs> you know, if you if you jump off a building onto a guy and and you hit the attack button at the right moment, you can do like a silent like fall stealth kill on him. We like dig your sword into his throat. I uh, I fell off a bu- Or I jumped off a building getting ready to do a super sweet fall kill, and I fucked up and hit the wrong button, so instead I <laughs> land next to the guy on my feet and fire a pistol right next to his head, and uh, <laughs> that alerts like three guards, and there are a lot of fun moments like that. But um, Thinking on your feet. Yeah, you thinking know. on your feet, trying to improvise. <laughs> it's cool. Um, I, I really haven't had time to play much more. I, I played Battlefield 3 for the first time in months, oh, really? literally yeah. months, yeah. I, and, you know, hey, guess what? It's it's still Battlefield. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's fine, but, you know, it's Battlefield. Well, I just want to go back to Dishonored. Like, what I, I really like about that game, playing it, is because um, I was a big fan of the Thief games, but everything is very stiff in Thief because he's not an athletic, crazy killer kind of person. He's frail. Yeah, exactly. And um, just... Like, as soon as you start moving, like, everything is so fluid in Dishonored. Oh, yeah. This is obviously, like, he's a, he's like a palace guard kind of, like, personal bodyguard kind of person. You move around, like, it feels like he, he's capable. He's, yeah, he's super capable. And the fact that he's being, like, empowered and, like, doing more crazy things, like, it's... I, I, I do yeah. really like that aspect of it that that you know you're, the Corvo is he's he from the outset he's a badass yeah and he only gets better uh-huh. you know just running through these environments blinking all over the place and just knifeing dudes and like even before the game came out I was really curious what the uh, what was up with the mask because that's that's mm. fucking horrifying uh-huh. and that turns out to be exactly the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's it. That is the entire point of it is to be scary. And, uh, they, they pulled that off. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's a cool yeah. game. I, I'm really, uh, excited to dig a little bit deeper into it. So, it's, yeah. I, I ended up picking up all of the DLC. Me too. <laughs> on the, from that sale. And turns out that, um, cause I had played it a little bit months ago, just like vanilla. And, uh, Starting up with all the DLC enabled, um, you start with like 20 runes oh. that you would not, or no, bone charms. that Really? Yeah. Like, oh, I didn't get any of that stuff. I bought that and I didn't get that. It's um, just to go back to that starting um, bar and equip the heart. It'll show you, there's like, there's, there's quite rooms, a few runes just littered all over the place oh, wow. because I think I think it's because of the uh, DLC. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Well, um. That's all you've played, though? Yeah, yeah, I really haven't had. You know, I really haven't played a lot. Yeah, um, yeah Assassin's Creed. And, mm-hmm. uh. I I, I. I don't know. I, I, I've been kind of jonesing for a couple of different games. I, I, I've been jonesing for a. Uh, <laughs> you guys might make fun of me. I, I've been jonesing for um, a Call of Duty Multiplayer type experience, um, and I've yeah. been jonesing for a uh, like couch fighting game experience. Hey, a, well, I mean, um, Marvel vs. Capcom Three. Just this uh, last week was Evo. Um, oh, you're right. Yeah. Is, that's a oh, that's yeah. a huge deal. Holy um, shit. And uh, yeah, I mean, I can definitely see. Personally, I never get into fighting games, but I've never really given it a shot. I think that's. I, I, I've played yeah. uh, Marvel vs. Capcom three with uh, Zack, actually a few times, mm-hmm. and it, it's definitely fun. It, it's um, th- oh, there's yeah. a lot of depth and complexity there, um, but uh, yeah, it's 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 pretty interesting um so so yeah th- those are two experiences that i have been kind of wanting to get into recently mm-hmm. is fighting games and uh and and <laughs> xbox shooters i know those are like the like the biggest xbox games ever but like i don't know it's it's an experience that i i have been wanting
1: They're i big for a reason
2: yeah that's true um, when um i remember getting into like the beta on 360 for modern warfare one and i love that game that Dude, Dude, modern warfare one is great i yeah I, I i have no idea if there's any community i'm sure there is like a hardcore community still sticking around with that game but sure that farm map was amazing to <laughs> play and uh i don't i think there was one where there was like a helicopter a downed helicopter in the middle of like a square yes. yep and i i honestly could see myself playing those two maps in that game. You know. For years, that was a great experience, but I mean, I don't have a 360 anymore, I'd have to rebuy the game. But uh, those are great experiences because you just continue to like elevate your skill, really, and that's really like rewarding pretty much i mean it is kind of a hostile environment oh, on absolutely. xbox you know <laughs> but you <laughs> go in. i mean at this point you go into that knowing like oh yeah i mean I'm, I'm immune to that but fuck it, off your dick yeah yeah <laughs> get frag, like whatever it's fucked fine. your mom i don't care yeah yeah, yeah. that, that stuff yeah. just bounces off me i don't really care about yeah um yeah so anyway huh. um so that's what we've, we've been playing oh my god <laughs> <Yeah>. longest <laughs> first segment ever uh how about we take a break okay let's please go to God break. yes <laughs> all right uh yeah i guess we're gonna do that then uh we'll take a break and we will be right back all right. tiger all right. uppercut Oh no no, no no no! All right, I should get a uh, mini fridge up here, just full of
1: fucking booze and sodas, because I hate running downstairs all the time. Yeah. Uh, Urine cups, of course. <laughs> <laughs> I just put uh, mason jars.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, we are back. Um, so news. Oh boy, news of the world. Um, so that Ouya, that Ouya console that, that came out. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It. Uh, it's not doing so good, by my estimation. Anyway, uh, the news is that seventy-three percent of Ouya owners haven't paid for anything aside from the console. They haven't <laughs> bought in a single game, wow. and, and that's a result of like everything is supposed to be free. It's like their model. have a trial period, yeah, period. And I think that's—I mean—that's a great idea. <clears throat> um, sure, but honestly, unless you're a developer. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, and honestly, I really couldn't give a shit about the OEI. No. I have an Android phone, and I play Solitaire on it. I'm not interested in playing any of the, like, any mobile game, honestly. It doesn't matter if it's Android <laughs> or iOS. I don't really want to play them on a TV that's not of interest to me at, at all. Which I so I'd be in the seventy three percent. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. I, I I think that that you know Uya's attempt was was very noble in saying you know like every every game on the Uya market is going to have some kind of free component. Mm-hmm. But I mean, there have been developers who've said like, yeah, out of the you know x you know thousands of downloads, my game has gotten. Fifty three copies have actually been paid for. Like, yeah, that must really suck to be <laughs> I a can't developer. Imagine how that feels? <laughs> yeah, like wow, I, I I made eighty bucks on this. Awesome, great. It's, I mean, it's really just wait and see for the Ouya. Yeah. Obviously, I had a pretty poor launch with uh, even like the backers of the Kickstarter not receiving their units. Before retail units were available, (laughs) really? Yeah, yeah. It's. (laughs) I mean, it's it's the it's everything that could be right and wrong with Kickstarter all in one, and uh, I don't know. It's really of no interest to me. A lot of people are just happy with their Uya just as being like media um, media players, really. So like, you set up your computer as a server, and you can play your pirated movie files (laughs) on your TV. Yeah, but, I I mean, the the case has been made for, like, you know, if you just want, like, a thing to stream from. Like, you could buy a Raspberry Pi yeah, for absolutely. a fraction of the cost of an Ouya yeah. and set it up as a, as a streaming center. And that thing a, has so much potential. I, I want to buy a Raspberry <laughs> Pi just to fuck around with it. Yeah, They're so cheap. Like, why the fuck not? You could learn some, like, really easy C programming. Like, yeah, I don't even you know Linux, if you need fuck that. Fuck around with Linux? Yeah, and you just, like, <clears throat> write some scripts and you, like, it, the possibilities are endless with that thing where as this is, like... Built off Android, which is fine, but I don't know. It's well, I and I mean one of the big things with the Ouya as a company is that Ouya, they're it's not confirmed how much money they actually make off of the console sale. They might be making a profit off of it. They might not be. Yeah. But they are also set up to make thirty percent off of software sales. But if seventy three percent of people aren't buying software from them they're not making a lot of money (laughs) somehow they keep getting like investors interested though. So, I mean, I guess it's just a matter of like being that impressive in the boardroom that you can like impress investors like to keep alive. I honestly, I think the, uh, there's a game stick. That was another, um, in my pants.
1: (laughs) That was for Chris. You couldn't bother to be here today.
2: (laughs) Um, no, that was another Kickstarter that was a huge success. It was supposed—I'm not sure if it's shipped yet—but it's uh, it pretty much looks like a rectangular controller, and it has like a little section where this little um, almost—it looks like a flash drive—comes out of it, and it's—it's it's actually an HDMI um, port. Mm-hmm. So you plug that right into your TV, and you play games through that. Mm-hmm. It's like a Bluetooth kind of connection, but that one was different. Whereas, like. It seemed like there were competent people behind it and there were actual designers they had like regular updates and the ouya has kind of been just kind of i don't know just coasting on the fact that they were there first
1: <laughs> well uh, that's it for for ouya I, I remember well i got the distinct feeling that it was definitely kind of uh, that the super indie developers, the kind of developers that are making almost like browser-based games, right, that are, mm-hmm. that are giving their shit away for free anyway, were really all funneling towards the Ouya anyway, so I'm not actually surprised. And I also heard that, that you know, Ouya has been great for <laughs> emulation software. Right. Yeah, but, uh, it is
2: a great emulator. Yeah. So,
1: it's like, <clears throat> this isn't really surprising for me. I don't know if anybody with with the, with the, that, that was sober, unlike some people in this room, um, what <laughs> were, were even really <laughs> expecting, in a sense, to make, um, money off of it, simply because it was kind of touted, or at least the, the consensus upon it, the news of its existence was sort of like indie, you know, an, an indie forward kind of gaming console, which tends to be f- for, in a lot of areas, free anyway, I don't mm-hmm. know.
2: It's a it's a weird thing. I don't know. I'm I'm not convinced like enough to buy one. If I somehow <laughs> inherited one, that's cool. But I <laughs> grandma died. Yeah. Hallelujah. <laughs> how how much is it? It's a hundred bucks.
1: Yeah, that's it. All right. Yeah,
2: yeah. S- somehow they convinced some retailers. I think Best Buy carries them. Whoa, really? really? At Amazon, I haven't been. To a Best Buy? Yeah, I've been to a Best Buy. Uh, Same so in a while. Like there was a there was a Nintendo event during E three that I actually drove to a Best Buy to check out, but that was pre wait retail. What? Ouya. Hmm? yeah. Went
1: to a Best Buy to check out an E three event.
2: Yeah, uh, Nintendo did something different this year. They, oh, uh, that's right.
1: They only had like a presentation or something like that, right?
2: They skipped the big, huge, like on stage presentation, and they just had like a, a show floor attendance. Yeah. game, Like demos to play, but they also made it available to people in select Best Buys, which oh. was most of them, I, I believe. And you could play, there were four demos you could pick that would normally be only available on the E3 floor.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. So that's I, cool. Yeah, yeah. Pretty smart because Reggie Philame has has really just become a bitter kind of <laughs> apologist at this point.
2: Oh yeah. my God! This past E3, him just screaming, at "People play the game!" Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> ah. I, I mean, but that's that's uh, someone who is a uh, just market marketing executive. You know that he's responsible for the Bigfoot Pizza. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty crazy. How amazing is that? Does that what? still exist? The Bigfoot. Is, that was Pizza Hut, right? Yeah. Yeah, Pizza Hut never, like, uh, like stops doing a, a special thing. They just stop advertising. Like, I remember when they started advertising, like, the stuffed crust pizza, which I am a huge fan of. Oh, yeah. They, they haven't advertised that for ten years. You can still get one, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it still exists.
1: Did just, you know that a 1993 Bigfoot pizza commercial starred a very young <laughs> Haley Joel Osment?
2: <laughs> oh, no, I did not. That's awesome. Wow, he must have been very young. Oh, shit. That's like Forrest uh, Gump. But what Era. are we talking about? Ooh, yeah.
1: What he yeah. runs um, fast? I don't understand.
2: No, so like, <laughs> Ooyahs are apparently available at select retailers, mm-hmm. um, Al's Toy Barn, <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, Salvation Army, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and your your, your yeah. local pawn shop. Yep, yep. Um, no, I mean. I don't know. It's I, I'm not surprised, considering their model, that they would only have like have a you know seventy. Wait, what was it seventy three percent? Haven't bought any. Yeah. So, yeah. Like, so 27%. That's not too surprising to me yeah. at all.
1: No, I mean it's, it's it was kind of built as being an open source console anyway, right? Mm-hmm. Like so, and I open mean,
2: source means free. Press the yeah, button. basically. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: I installed OpenOffice on it. There you yeah,
2: you yeah, yeah. <laughs> It sucks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 moving a, yeah. on. Yeah, um, Activision is um, seeking to get separated from Vivendi. Uh, hmm. uh, oh, yeah. wow. Yeah, Activision Blizzard is paying uh, $8.2 billion to God. free itself from Vivendi Universal. So this is just potential or they're done? It's... Um, my understanding is that is that the deal is is not or so much done, like but it, it is happening. Paperwork, like, <clears throat> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, Bobby Kotick and some other guy, I think Bill Kelly is his name, Brian Kelly. Uh, they, they put up like uh, ha- uh like a hundred million dollars of their own money. Um, and then the Money balls, Bobby Kotick, Money Balls, Bobby Kotick, yeah, our <laughs> Money Ball. Uh. Th- yeah, they're they're basically buying back a shitload of stock from Vivendi wow. and um, going totally independent. Which, like, one thing that I saw that was really interesting was that, um, and it's not being reported very widely, but like if you look back at Vivendi, Vivendi has a shitload of debt and hasn't really done much that's been successful. But what they were, they recently proposed a new deal to Activision Blizzard, basically allowing Vivendi to push their debts onto Activision Blizzard, oh, because Activision Blizzard is, Blizzard is making money hand over fist. <laughs> and so, yeah, so, so I, I think that this is at least partially, uh, you know, a result of that, and also partially them not wanting to give over more of their profits to yeah. Vivendi. That's-
1: that's the thing. I, I don't understand. I don't understand how corporate culture works at all. But like, yeah, of all the money that Activision Blizzard is making, how much of that has? I, I would just assume since it's the parent company, most of that, most of all that money was just going back to Vivendi anyway. But I guess not. That's all well, going into Activision's pockets.
2: Well, I, I think that that like with how expensive their games are to make these mm-hmm. days and. I imagine that there probably wasn't a lot left going back to Vivendi after you recoup your costs and everything like that. There probably wasn't that much profit going back, but, you know, Activision Blizzard probably saw the opportunity to, like, okay, well, we're at least losing some of our profits to these guys. What do we need them for, really? Just, you know, why not just cut them out and, you know, we can keep those profits for ourselves?
1: True. In other news, Activision Blizzard is now the most. Uh, profitable indie game company in the world
2: <laughs> yeah yeah pretty much um, yeah I, I think it'll be really interesting to see you know where it goes I mean Vivendi will will still have an ownership stake in Activision Blizzard but it will basically just it'll drop down from like over 60% ownership stake to like 12% so they, they won't have controlling stake anymore so yeah, fuck them. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see what else is going on in news. Um,
1: Sharknado is getting a limited cinema release. G-
2: great, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know uh, I saw that somewhere. The the uh, founding member of um, Idos Montreal, uh, Stefan. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Stefan D- Dastus Smith. Stefan Smith. Uh, <laughs> Stephon is, French name. He yes. He, he <laughs> uh, founding member of Idos Montreal is leaving um, basically saying that um, you know since the square since Square Enix bought them out, um, just that Square Enix has horrendous management and there's just Terrible communication between the Japanese owners and the European managers and just Basically just saying that they're just everything is fucked up about Square and and so he's 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 just he's out of there Well didn't like the uh, Japanese like CEO um, Whoa didn't he like step down or quit or something like that recently? Yeah, he did Um, in the wake of uh, in the wake of um, Hitman Absolution Uh, deus ex human revolution and um, tomb raider Raider? underperforming he stepped down which it's like that's some of those games sold like two or three million copies yeah (laughs) i apologize but i mean that's just retarded i mean (laughs) hey man i'm sure they yeah i'm sorry i'm retarded (laughs) i am offended uh i mean i don't know like how they can I'm not in business at all, but like just taking the first like six weeks or whatever, like it's going to be hard not to be able to focus on like the bigger picture. These kind of things. I just like, you get to a point where you go, how much did you realistically expect Tomb Raider to sell? Yeah. Did you expect that to sell 10 million copies? Because that, there are very few that's... games that actually do sell that. Yeah, much. that's pretty unrealistic. You're either a Call of Duty or a Halo or something like that. Like, what did you expect to happen? Yeah. Oh.
1: <sighs> well, though, like all those games did well,
2: and there and, and I have only played Tomb Raider and Deus Ex. I can't speak to Hitman Absolution, but Deus Ex and Tomb Raider were were great games. They, yeah, were, they were so good. Significant yeah, really...
1: contributions.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I really wish I picked up Tomb Raider during the sale. It's very great. good game. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I wrote about it. You no dot com. <laughs> <Yeah. Yeah. laughs>
2: but uh so yeah, so so Stefan Smith uh basically just said like <laughs> yeah, Square Enix does not know how to manage us, <laughs> so fuck you guys, wow. I'm out. I'm out
1: Drop uh, the mic. <laughs> uh,
2: speaking of French things, just uh <laughs> Well, I... How about that the, Bastille, right? Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> La Miserable. Um, <laughs> the, yeah. <laughs> that means the miserables, right? Uh, something like that. Oh, okay. I mean, that seems like the literal, probably, but oh, it's, all right. it's just like the... No. Um, I don't think the... Uh, I'm not sure if the surveillance will be up, but we did one for um, that sang Freud game. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, um... Oh, shit, I totally forgot about it. Yeah, that. yeah, and I think that I think it might be a good one. Yeah, I think so. Um, there's ups and downs, uh, but <laughs> apparently the it's pronounced sans-fro. fro Yeah, and it's... Oh, um, oh, oh. Yeah, and, um, <laughs> I was looking into it because it's like S-A-N-G yes. hyphen F-R-O-I-D. It means I-D. blood feud. Well, I think that's the literal thing, but apparently it has <laughs> use in, like, just English language. Like, it's something we took in. And it's kind of like I don't know um, about you, but I never grew up saying no, no, before. no. I, I I've never heard really it
1: before. Did. Just now,
2: but it's it's like it has the same kind of like meaning as werewolf having strength under like extreme stress. Okay, which huh. I mean it, now like
1: knowing the game, that's kind of
2: that makes a little bit ast. Yeah, pro pro. But which you don't know what we're talking about, but yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> I certainly don't. How many hours of like potential surveillances do you have stored on your respective computers? Uh,
2: right now, there are well, there's there's a, a Kerbal Space Program mm-hmm. surveillance that's ready to go right now. That'll probably be going up this upcoming week, um, and then we've also recorded footage for. Uh, a Sang Freud. Yep, Sang yep, Freud. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as well as a very large multi part uh, Dark Souls one. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty good. And, uh, you know, as soon as I install it, we'll be doing one about Starforge as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah Sang Freud, the definition
1: self possession or <laughs> imperturbable. Whoa, hold on. I need another. Hold on, let me drink this down. <laughs> yeah. Imperturbability under strain. Yeah. Imper- imperturbability. Wow, that's a word, people. Look it's, it up.
2: It's one of the games that got green-lighted through Steam, and it's um, it's from these French Canadian uh, developers, and it has to do with like mid 1800s. It's pretty much like lumberjacks, and there's all this there's a bunch of French Canadian folklore with like werewolves and stuff. And it, it takes all of that into account. Um, it's, it's actually a really cool game. It's kind of like orcs must die. Yeah. So you like, huh. so you set up traps in this like overhead kind of Starcraft view. And, uh, then you also like, then when the night comes you actually play in third person and you like set the, like trigger the traps and all this other stuff. It, Check it out when it comes up because it's. I think that's a, a game worth owning. Yeah. Actually, I'm
1: just looking at the trailer now. Pretty. Oh, very.
2: Orcs Must Die is a pretty
1: good comparison.
2: Yeah, and man, like for some reason the game takes like a minute to load up. Like there's a loading screen, but the music is awesome. Oh yeah, like I mean it's great. Get over the fact, like even when you're playing, like when you get into the night, the game, the music just great. And then, uh, these people obviously have like a very good idea of what they're doing and because this is just like part one and they're eventually going to continue the series it's i honestly haven't put enough time into it but it's something that i'm i'm always just like hovering my mouse over before i go on to something else <laughs> for some other reason But i don't um, know if that's saying internet. or not <laughs> no it will it will yeah uh in other news... Um, yeah, what else do we have? What do we the uh, PS4, um, th- there was a lot of uh, hubbub recently about um, you know how much of the uh-huh. 8 gigabytes of RAM uh, in the system was being taken up by okay. the OS, how much was available to, ve- to developers. <clears throat> um, as it turns out, about 5 gigs of the Holy system's RAM shit. is going to be available to developers. But apparently this is a problem for some people. This, yes. I mean, it's... It's coming down to the fact that, like, the with the Microsoft, with the Xbox One, they keep scaling back their, like, pro- proclamations about how they're going to launch the system. Yep. And now it's coming kind of similar to what the PlayStation 4 is. But yeah. I think, I mean, Sony has a bit of a leg up just because they were smart enough to uh, figure out these things before they announced them. Yes. So um, it's everything's pretty close now. I mean, it makes sense that an operating system, especially one... Where the PlayStation Four and the Xbox One are both going to be like recording, making recordings of your pl- gameplay as you play. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to need a good, significant like allocation of RAM. As right. it's playing. Yeah. So um, I don't find it surprising that only five of the eight gigs
1: of <laughs> RAM <laughs>
2: are available to develop to developers still though i mean I, I think if you compare it to you know the the current generation of consoles i mean the xbox 360 has 512 megabytes of ram <laughs> yeah the wow. ps3 has 768 megabytes of ram mm-hmm. five gigs of ram seems like a fucking lot yeah yeah I, I i think that's great i i i really can't express enough how happy i am that both companies decided to um go with a more standardized architecture of just, mm-hmm. we're both yeah. doing x86 yeah. like forget about proprietary architectures <laughs> no, more sell. Sell. Yeah, no more cell bullshit no yeah. more power PC it's <laughs> just x86 Yeah, I think that's going to I, I think that, that that's going to make it so that ports in between consoles and ports from mm. consoles to PC are going to be so much smoother you yeah. Know? yeah I mean it's just like we've kind of grown up with all these consoles and they've just gotten past like their adolescence phase and now they're starting to realize like i mean i think from this gen coming generation forward things are going to be a lot more similar like oh yeah like like it- go ahead no 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 i mean I was well, I assault. just think
1: that, that that with this generation, I think with just this generation of consoles that we have now, it's just the idea of having an OS is is rather new. Mm-hmm. Like, the, oh, yeah. the PlayStation 2 OS was something that you could only really see if you started the machine without a disk in it. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it's, it's still a new idea to not... I mean, I'm most of the consoles that are out there now, I think you have to turn something off for a game just to not start automatically if you have a disk in the tray. Hmm. But... Um, it, and, and with all the stuff that that I know we we're talking about PS4 memory with with regard to the to the OS, but the stuff that Microsoft is showing off, like bouncing between like watching movies and fucking looking at sports scores and then playing a game, it makes sense that so much memory is going to be dedicated to an OS. Yeah, um, at this point because it's so it's so. It actually, think uh, links to another article I I saw about. Are the next nicely done? Excuse me. Yeah. Are the next generation consoles even really thinking too much about games at this point? Is it or is it more folk iOS? I'm not iOS OS based um, content and 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 content generation.
2: Yeah, I think that was one of the things that like really turned me off on the Xbox One. I mean, I was going into it really cynical just because I had shed my Microsoft shackles like months before uh not to be too dramatic or anything but uh like their presentation when they were introducing the xbox one was it's like a glorified cable box with dvr capabilities and i I have no interest in that considering that i i don't subscribe to any like cable services as it is right so um the fact that PlayStation being, 4 being announced, like, uh, I think it was two, maybe three months earlier. And that was just, like, you know, play the game. <laughs> but uh, it, there weren't any of these, like, cross, I don't know, it was this weird crossbreed Chimera crap.
1: <laughs> well, I think you bring up an interesting point that, like, I think Microsoft did itself a disservice, not to jump back to news from six months ago, but, like, no, but, making like the in, in the Xbox one presentation where it's like, you know, the Xbox becomes a cable box like that actually in automatically links it to past technology. But a mm-hmm. lot of people don't have cable. I don't have cable services anymore. And in fact, in fact, in fact, a very good <laughs> friend of mine, a very good friend of mine, uh, is, you know, like using his parents or her parents, um, HBO subscription to their cable to use HBO Go on their Xbox. That's like, what I was what, doing, yeah. Yeah, and this friend of mine that is definitely not me is um, <laughs> would <laughs> gladly pay just for that XB uh, what what the fuck am I talking HBO Go service without having to get a, a cable service, right? But this yeah. friend of mine that is not me uh, can't do that. So this friend of mine has to steal, or sorry, borrow the services that that person's parents are legitimately paying for. Right, this, this friend of mine, yeah, this,
0: that, who is not stretched, who's a bit.
1: either a boy or a girl or right. man or oh, woman at this point, because I don't, I'm not friends with boys or girls. Oh, right. uh, just drinking. Things.
2: This friend of yours, <laughs> who, who. <laughs> i I noticed you didn't mention that your that this friend of yours was extremely talented or handsome but i'm sure that was implied (laughs) no no, they're not at at Uh, idle case no and um like i had i owned an xbox with a connect and i was thoroughly (laughs) unimpressed by it like i mean there were a couple good i bet yeah i mean it was kind (laughs) of neat like watching um no shit right yeah uh (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or, I, like watching bored to death through my HBO Go on my 360, and telling, saying Xbox pause. Uh, well, that kind of got old pretty quick, actually. So now, yeah. yeah. Um, Who would have thought that just pushing a button would be fucking easier? I yeah. Jeez. I don't, I mean, I don't. I I don't. I have no opinion in this like context. Like as far as like Prism and all that stuff. Oh. As far as having, like, a, a webcam <laughs> Whoa, above political. my key. Yeah, constantly. But, I mean, I really think that that's unnecessary to ship an Xbox with a Kinect, like, attached, regardless of, like, the sensitivities of its sensors or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, the just the way it's, like, implemented, it, it's really just one of those things that, like, Probably did seem like a great idea at the time, but it's 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 not that practical. Um, yeah, I've no interest in subscribing to like a Connect again. <laughs> no, I, I really don't give a shit about Connect at but, all. Like I don't want that. The best like application of it was Double Fine with their happy yeah. action theater. Well and that was just fucking around. Like. Yeah, and that's that's great. But it also made my nephew uh completely scared of like coming over to my apartment what because <laughs> he was afraid of the fire when the lava came in
0: <laughs> uh, I, like, I,
2: it's, uh, the the look of fear on his face Aww. when i like i thought this was an amazing idea like you you play with the things on tv right what would a three-year-old not love about this but, don't, uh, don't lava engulfing him like on the tv is not (laughs) who knew that was a deterrence yeah yeah pussy (laughs) don't
1: all kids play hot lava anyway like this is the safe spot you can only jump the floor is lava yeah Yeah.
2: the couch was clearly not covered with lava he could have jumped on there at any point nope he just decided to stay there and catch on fire Uh, what a pussy (laughs) so um yeah so thanks a lot double fine and microsoft Ruined that kid's childhood yeah well at least my involvement in his childhood (laughs) <laughs> that, that, that
1: actually brings an interesting contrast to the the main video uh, ooh, console developers right now like with with both Sony and Microsoft and the sort of technology that they're developing um, it's being perfected and more creatively utilized by third parties whereas Nintendo is I mean Nintendo is basically a first-party system anyway uh, yeah. but uh, but but Nintendo has fallen behind. Like it is clearly the a third place uh, in terms of status, I guess, amongst hardcore gamers. Yeah. Uh, system, but uh, I wonder how much more powerful Nintendo could be if it were more. And they've tried to be with the Wii U, but if it were more open to experimentation with this technology uh, with third parties, I don't know if it's it was being restrictive. But Nintendo has a has a history of being fairly restrictive yeah uh, with its with its own stuff
2: well actually to bring it back to the uh, topic originally brought up like it was apparently a big deal that the uh, the OS for the Wii U took up a gig of ram and huh. uh, it's it's not it's just kind of like the progression of how things go like when you want to have all these features available at the push of a button just like I mean it's pretty amazing that the uh, in both the PlayStation 3 and the 360, that, the, like, you press the the home button, colloquially, uh, like, you... And it brings up... On the PlayStation 3, it brings up the XMB or the, uh, the 360, like, menu or whatever. Like, there's mm-hmm. a lot of different functions that are available there. Like, there's a cost to that. So, in It's just, as they add more of these functions that you, like... Want to add, especially with this next generation, where there's going to be a constant like 30 second buffer of game footage available. Like, it's, giving up that RAM isn't probably going to make a huge difference on your games. Isn't it? I mean, yeah, and that's going so. to change as these um, consoles mature because they always change the SDKs where they make a like available, like more, like a, a jump in the clock speed, RAM, etc. So, I don't know. I like the Wii U.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All that. Yeah. Like,
2: I like the Wii U. No, I mean it's it's just like I don't. I mean the Wii U is considered. Well, they claim it's like a next generation, like the next generation, because it is yeah. the kind next of after, after Wii U. So, but, well, it's like a generation. It's like a half generation. Like it's, there we go. Sure, yeah, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Actually, I, I don't really. The, I mean, there's like the Wii U, but then there's like the PlayStation Three, Four, and Xbox One are going to be the actual next generation. It's sure. it's they're just not conforming to that. They're just exactly. using their own definition of next generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah they it totally actually, are.
1: A half generation thing is a really interesting way to put it. it is it, Nintendo does seem to be the slight slightly out of sync. Mm-hmm. with what everybody, with what the world is doing in terms of video games. Where it's just like, they're just marching to their own beat, and they're fine with that. Um, and yeah.
2: They have so much money to burn. Oh yeah. That yeah. Is like yeah. They are an incredibly wealthy company. Yeah. They're, I mean, and they're the ones that like, for better or for worse, they introduced, I mean, because of them, the Kinect and the Playstation Eye mm-hmm. exist um it's, the move it's, yeah yeah exactly the move <laughs> that exists which i mean I, I, rest in peace yes yeah. yeah the only thing i'm looking forward to with the move is uh johan sebastian, sebastian joust <laughs> which looks amazing oh you, okay you don't know about this no <laughs> okay it you don't need a tv for this it just involves the move controllers not the uh not the not the one with the analog controller, just the one with the little bulb at the end. Yeah. So what it is, is like, I mean, you need a, a monitor as far as like whatever would produce sound. So you everyone that's playing holds a move controller, um, I'm a little dusty on the details, but something to do with, like everyone has a different color on their controller, and uh, so music is playing in the background when the music is playing at normal speed, everyone can move around. That's fine. But then it, it'll at some point stop. And that's shown on the controllers, like by the light, either blinking or something like that. I don't remember. But uh, mm-hmm. at that point, it's like whoever moves the most, you know, you're you're kicked out of the game, like you're done. Oh. So you do whatever you can to like hold your hand out as like as far as possible, like to keep yourself from moving and like. Just like throw things at the other people to like move their hand. Uh, it's huh. it's Johan Sebastian Joust looks amazing. I I can't yeah. wait to play that. I would actually buy probably three or four move controllers just to have that available to me. It's it was actually the result of uh, a Kickstarter itself, which oh. barely made it it through at the last uh, little bit. It got pushed through, but uh, it's called. Um, Super no, not super friends, but look up uh, Johann Sebastian Joust yeah, Kickstarter. Now. Oh, and um, there's a there's a whole like group of games that are getting released at the same time, and it's that's that's probably the best usage of the most in motion like control uh, motion, not Renaissance, but like plague that came upon development. us development. yeah. Yeah.
1: And again, it's a third-party developer that's that's pushing this stuff in new directions.
2: Yeah, yeah, indie especially, because it's it's been around for a few years, but it actually got the push. Oh, no, this company's
1: funded by EA. Sorry.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: (laughs) Not really. No.
2: (laughs) But, uh, yeah, so that's the the PlayStation 4 RAM controversy. What else do we have going on in this? I think think the only last bit of news is that uh, Divekick... Made it through Steam Greenlight. Oh, yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah. That was
2: just this past week. Yep. Um, the, I don't know if you did, you played Divekick. Uh, I did rock. Not. But, yep. uh, Chris and I played it. Yep. At PAX East. And it's. What started out as a joke within, like, the hardcore fighting community. Uh, excuse me. Turns out to be pretty, uh, like cerebral uh strategy purely strategy based fighting game because you have just the two buttons that's uh dive which pretty much means you just you jump which depending on the character you either go straight up or you move back a little bit and then kick which while you're in the air you kick at a diagonal like towards the enemy and those are the two buttons and it's it's set up as a 2D fighting game, so you just tried it, and it's one-hit kill. And, uh, it's been a big push for them to get it pushed through Steam Greenlight so that it would, uh, be released through Steam. And, uh, it's, it's happening. It, it, it was already going to be a PlayStation 3 game and Vita by proxy. So, um... I don't know. I thought that was worth mentioning, just because it, uh, the one of the things with the the fighting game community is that it's really hard to get right into because it always involves lots of combo memorization, or with uh, like the Mortal Kombat games, it's just like memorizing moves. So with this, it's that takes away all of that, like, um, just front like all this stuff that you need to get into before you get it to the strategy section and it just goes right to uh right into the uh the fighting really and mind games so i I think that's pretty exciting that that is making it through considering it started as a joke and actually turned out to be something viable (laughs) I think that's the best part, is that it started out as a fucking joke, and (laughs) now is its own thing. That's pretty cool. Totally. Yeah, I feel like... Just the fact that I got to play it, and it was... When they uh, debuted at PAX East, they had just redone their, like, graphic style. Which is, I mean, they could have been just stick figures for that game, considering the, like... The attitude about it but you uh, know I'm looking forward to that because it's gonna be I, I imagine that's gonna be a fixture in like Evo in any fighting game tournament in the future just because even though it seems so simplistic there is an immense amount of mind games and strategy going on it, it definitely seems like one of those games that is uh, it, it's very simple mechanic wise yeah but I um, uh, yeah, uh, just seeing what I have seen of it, it, it looks it looks like it, it definitely lends itself to some some very weird uh, strategy. Yeah, and I mean they keep adding more and more uh, different characters, which I think might actually dilute it a bit, just because they're kind of getting away from their original message. But it's a uh, just having the two buttons and no, like, physical movement, like, around, just dive and kick. Like, I think that's pretty uh, pretty crazy that it's made it so far. And it's, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a lot of fun.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if more games kind of developed upon that idea because with such a simplistic control set, it kind of does share a lineage with, some, with those, like, uh, what do you call those things like forever runner games, like cannibal and stuff like <laughs> that where they're yeah. deceptively simple, but it's, it is, a, there is a sense of strategy involved. Um, but it's definitely, definitely in those lineage, even though it seems like seems to be a completely different genre of game. So if it does catch on, which it, it, it should, it, it's gotten a lot of press. Yeah. Um, but uh, I'd like to see kind of how this style of, of, of gameplay develops.
2: Yeah. And I mean, the thing with the like the fighting game community, those are probably like the smartest players. <laughs> and if if any game is going to be broken down into its like like individual parts, it's gonna be done by the fighting game community just because of like yeah. the way they work, just like the people that are like drawn to that kind of thing. So it's the fact that they've latched onto this is seems pretty important. Absolutely. But, yeah, I think that's pretty much it for news. Yeah, I think that's it for news. Um, I mean, at this point, we may as well just go right into uh, a
0: <laughs>
2: burning question for answer. Do we have one? We do. Oh, okay. Yeah, I remember what? What is your oh, right. first um, experience with video games? I, I don't think that we've asked this one before. Yeah. But, oh. um, yeah, I so think Dan, that's a new one. What is your first experience with video games on the spot?
1: Um, well, it's, it's actually really easy for me, considering the, my age. But <laughs> it was um, going over to my best friend at the time. His house, I think I was like five, six. And he had just gotten a Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember watching Super Mario Brothers and my mind exploding. It's like <laughs> it, we are literally... In a completely different world and it looks so cool and strange i remember like there's a stage in mario brothers where you have to jump on these large mushroom platforms that move up and down Mm -hmm. uh, seemingly for no good reason yeah and just like just go like what is this this is so strange there's no (laughs) logic to this world he came out of a pipe and there's a castle and there's mushrooms that you stand on that move up and down there's flying fucking turtles what is going on and uh yeah i think i had one six months later <laughs> yeah yeah all right i think okay. th- just just being just looking at mario brothers and seeing something i'd never seen before
2: yeah yeah um hmm. all right let's see i it probably wasn't until like 88 that we got a nes but before we got an nes um even though it was available, I think my dad got us a Commodore sixty-four. And Oh shit. Yeah. Like even pre-NES, I remember writing stuff into the like the command line yeah. and uh, to run I wanna say Man, it's tough. Like it's probably a split between where in the world is Comrade San Diego and uh, Impossible Mission and i think i don't know like there's definitely a lot of things i remember mostly about impossible mission and i mean Mm -hmm. carmen san diego that's mostly like a teaching game but um i I think impossible mission I, i can't think of it now but it has a lot of uh inspiration even to this day that game
1: Sure, I remember that it, in between the time that I saw Super Mario Brothers and me getting a Nintendo, mm-hmm. I, I had a Commodore sixty four, and th- the only memory I have from that is that most of the games I had wouldn't fucking load.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, that was the thing. Like, we—I think it was on a Christmas that we got a, a Commodore sixty four, and then I just like you know, it's it's been so long. Time just kind of like warps forward. And I remember we had this like box full of um, like five inch floppy disks, <laughs> yeah. and it was full of probably like every Commodore sixty four game, but pirated. Because <laughs> all you had to do like my dad had a friend that had like a Commodore with two floppy drives, so he would just he would make copies of the games for us because there nice. was absolutely no copy protection back then. Nope. Um, yeah. So that was.
1: I was really distracted because I had a, as as you know, um, uh, I, I'm a big Transformers fan, and I had a Transformers game mm-hmm. on the Commodore 64 that I couldn't get past the fucking title screen on because it would just crash or just wouldn't load, mm-hmm. and I was so frustrated it made me sad.
2: Yeah, if you want like a bullshit game, look up Alf for uh, <laughs> for Commodore 64. You know, trust me,
1: it's it's just bullshit. <laughs> Eat as many cats as you can within it, sixty seconds.
2: there. That's involved, but it's it's like a, some weird like Pac-Man on acid kind of thing. It's it's really bad. Huh. So yeah, that's. I, I think Commodore sixty four is where my memories of video the games start. Um, I think mine. Uh, I, I may have even told this story on the show before, but. Uh, I remember being in elementary school, like um, probably like first grade, and and growing up, you know, up until like uh, seven or eight, I did not have um, yep. any like video game consoles or anything like that. All my friends did. But so I remember being pretty young, and um, a friend of mine telling me on the playground about this great game that he played <laughs> called Street Fighter. Oh, and, oh and, my God. You, know, you were in first this... grade? I'm there... to kill myself. <laughs> well, that was Street Fighter 2. Uh, That's you know, what I'm talking about. Him telling me about this, you know, I, we were on the swings, and, and he was telling me, oh, there's this guy named Ryu, and he sings. He goes, oh, and uh you? Know, <laughs> bullshit.
1: He... Your friend said Ryu. Let's not lie.
2: I, I don't remember. Yeah. But you could be right. Um, I remember there was this shithead guy who lived next door to me who uh, pronounced seem's name as De and I was like, "That doesn't sound." <laughs> yep,
1: we all went through that phase, I think. Yeah,
2: yeah, <laughs> but um, so so I had heard a lot I'm about a Street Fighter Two. This was, you know, this is when it was in its heyday, and yep. um, there was this uh place. It, it was really weird in the city where I grew, where I grew up, uh, Oxnard, California. Woo. Um, yeah, uh, there was this um. There was this this place called the Wagon Wheel, and the Wagon Wheel had like a couple of different things. There was like the Wagon Wheel Motel, there was the Wagon Wheel uh, Bowling Alley, and there was uh, the Wagon Wheel Roller Skating Rink, Rock and they were all kind of near each other.
1: me like wagon wheel.
2: Oh, I love that song. Um, anyway, you feel so, uh, so, so like my elementary school used to occasionally. Do a thing where they're like, hey, you can go to the Wagon Wheel roller skating rink for, you know, like a reduced price this one night. Um, so I went there, and they, they had a few arcade games there, and um, one of them was Street Fighter 2. And I remember seeing these, like, crowds, just this, like, massive crowd of, of slightly older kids uh, just huddled around <laughs> the Street Fighter 2 m- machine, just, you know, cheering and, and yeah. just, you know, just going crazy. And... Um, you know, I was intimidated by the uh, by the by the size of this group and, and and you know the fact that I had never played this game before. So, you know, I just I skated around, you know, just being a shithead kid. And then, <laughs> um, you know, I, I noticed at one point that the group had dispersed entirely. So I walk over to the uh, you know to the Street Fighter 2 machine, and I hop on that shit and. Um, you know, at one point, this this guy goes walking by me, and he just goes, "No way, a little kid! <laughs> like it's it's impossible that a little kid could be could be playing this game." And I I give him the look, and I'm like six maybe, and I give him this look like, "Oh yeah, I fucking got this." And I think I not knowing anything about any of the characters at all. I, I just I chose just a character at random. I think I ended up with like Chun Li because I didn't know anything, and I proceeded to just get my ass handed to me. And uh, that that was my first experience with video games. Is like, oh, I don't like this very much. This this sucks. But I, I ended up <laughs> actually falling in love with Street Fighter Two on uh, Genesis, and um, that was pretty great. Street Fighter Two came out when I was in sixth grade,
1: and. My best friend and I went down to the local bowling alley every day after school and played Street Fighter Two. And now I have—I had a really short temper. Um, it's just being an only child from a broken home. I just didn't have any uh, restraint. So uh, when I played Blanca, and that was a bad choice, and uh, lost a lot to the point where I actually broke. Uh, the bowling alley street farted to the machine. <laughs> I just remember what? the day I broke it. I'm like, fuck you, uh, Sagat! And uh, I I just twitched violently. <laughs> and I remember uh, 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 snapping the the joystick part and Holy kicking shit. the front of the Whoa. machine. And wow. in the silence, I looked over to the bowling alley where a group of old ladies who were throwing balls down the lane, uh, not figuratively. Um were looking at me as if I'd I'd, I'd killed a, a puppy. Um, oh. I'm just like fuck it, I'm leaving. Josh, it was my best friend, and I'm like fuck you, Josh. Yeah, I was. uh I was. That's the first time I realized I had a temper problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> it was. It was bad. Fuck that game, but I love it to death.
2: Uh. All right. So uh, yeah, this week's burning question for answer so hot is uh, what is your first video game memory. Video game. We will read your responses on the show. Yeah. Uh alright. I think I think we're gonna get going. I think we're gonna get out of here. Four um, hour
1: podcast guys, how's it going?
2: <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah. Um like us on Facebook. Uh follow us on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um you know I, I would really like to get some uh listener uh, interaction uh, in our gmail account uh, write to us at yeah, no has that, that ever happened at gmail.com <laughs> no that has actually never happened yeah. send us questions send us ask us anything I don't care uh, I would we will read your responses on the show I would love to read responses on the show consider us your Yahoo answers yes yeah, any sure.
1: question like who That's looks fine. best naked
2: right exactly the answer is Patrick. <laughs> uh, he's been naked this whole time. He looks great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah uh, so so yeah. I set up mirrors everywhere. Do do those things, um, and uh, yeah, I guess I guess we're gonna get going. Uh, Dan, mm-hmm. yes. Thank you for joining us. Yeah. It, as always,
1: it is a pleasure.
2: Yeah, we'll have to do it again soon. Yeah, I, yeah, I hope so.
1: All the time. All Every day all the times
2: oh yeah patrick hey hey <laughs> all right kiss <laughs> all
0: right uh goodbye